This is Evidence-Based GI, and I'm Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief. Today, we'll be discussing appropriate intervals after a normal screening colonoscopy with Phil Okafor, Senior Associate Consultant in the Department of Gastroenterology at Mayo Clinic Florida, and we'll be discussing his recent summary of the research from the German Screening Colonoscopy Database, which looked at the prevalence of colon adenomas 10 or more years after a negative screening colonoscopy. So, Phil, welcome to the podcast. And let's just start by discussing why this is an important topic for research. Thanks for having me. Typically, most guidelines I recommend 10 years as an interval after an initial negative school colonoscopy. But it's good to remember that those recommendations came off very limited data. They're mostly derived off of initial colonoscopy sensitivity study and inferences from the adenoval carcinoma sequence. And on the standard inspirator part, to prospectively study this. Um, so I think the study by either at all is very important because it's robust in having a large sample size to look at what do these intervals actually show in terms of prevalence of advanced colonoscopy equation? And they give us uh, results that reassure, that reassure us that our gametes are probably on the right track. So, as we discussed, even though the guidelines are clear that you should wait 10 years before doing a repeat colonoscopy after a negative screening colonoscopy in an average risk individual. Different epidemiologic data clearly shows that many endoscopists recommend earlier intervals. Now, Heiser et al. looked at the German screening colonoscopy registry, and specifically, they did a cross-sectional analysis from this prospective registry of individuals that were 65 and older who had a history of having had a negative screening colonoscopy at age 55 or later. And specifically, they found that men who had a repeat screening colonoscopy had an incidence of advanced neoplasia, meaning large adenomas or villous adenomas or actual cancer, of only about 5 to 6%, and for women, it was only about 4 to 5%. And then they contrasted that with the results from all individuals getting their, their initial screening colonoscopy and found it was much lower. For example, in men, their prevalence of having advanced neoplasia was about 11% versus only five to six percent in the people who had men who had a negative screening colonoscopy ten or more years previous. For women getting their first screening colonoscopy, they had about a seven percent prevalence of advanced neoplasia versus the women who were getting their repeat screening colonoscopy, they only had about a four to five percent chance of having advanced neoplasia. And they showed that this was consistent even if you were getting out to almost 14 years from the index colonoscopy. So taking that into account, how does this impact your own practices? Does it just reinforce what you do? And 
What do you think is the importance of emphasizing doing a quality colonoscopy? I think you hit the nail on the head there, though, because at least in my practice, it's definitely reassuring that the animals we have at this time are safe. But the caveat is, you know, we have to ensure that we're giving our patients the best quality colonoscopy. So, uh, reaching the cecum and documenting that we reach the cecum, ensuring that uh, bowel cleansing uh, is adequate enough to detect the, those polyps, and, and ensuring that we have good enough adenoma detection. I mean, that's the key point. So, if, if we can ensure those things I just mentioned, then we can be confident that we're, you know, the 10 year interval does work. And if you go back to this study, the, the German screening philosophy registry. They have criteria for, you know, just a pretty near endoscopies to provide endoscopies. So you have to perform at least 200 screening colonoscopies per year. Uh, and, and so the adenoid detection only appears to be appropriate and actually continues to rise. I think if we can ensure that we, we meet the criteria to provide high quality colonoscopies, the data that Pfizer all present is, is very reassuring. I think that's really the key for our listeners. If you do a good, high-quality colonoscopy to the cecum with a good prep and you have a good adenoma detection rate, then your patient is going to be protected for 10 years or even more, and you shouldn't worry that that interval is too long. On the other hand, if you're not doing a high-quality colonoscopy as the endoscopists in the German Screening Colonoscopy Registry were, then that's when you may have missed adenomas and have post-colonoscopy colon cancer within three or four years of when you did your initial colonoscopy. Any other thoughts for the future? I think it's a very, a very good study. I'd love to see similar studies done here in the United States because, as we know, our, our, our patients are very, very diverse. Um, so I'd love to see similar methods employed in more diverse patients to see if the results are comparable. I do think, as you said, the amount of unnecessary colonoscopies you perform do impact costs and even patient safety. So it'll be nice to see more studies exploring those targets. Sure. Having a more diverse patient population based on race and ethnicity would be helpful. It also is reassuring that if you've had a patient who had a normal screening colonoscopy in their 50s and a normal screening colonoscopy in their 60s, by the time they get to age 75, you can feel comfortable saying you don't need more screening colonoscopy because those are individuals that are at less than average risk. I totally agree with Well, thanks so much for joining us today, and we look forward to having you join us in the future. Thanks for having me.